Time to put a wrap on the Masters and bring in Real Golf Radio's Bob Casper. Bob, good morning. Hey, how you doing? Great. Welcome, I got my first green jacket. I got my first pick and my first victory. I feel great this morning. Probably not as good as DJ, but I feel pretty good. I'm not going to kid you. I feel pretty good. Yeah, I'll bet you do. <laughs> I don't. I still to this day, uh, looking back, cannot believe you picked Brooks Kepka. But thank you. Well, you're welcome. I was kicking myself all weekend, too. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm curious, not so much about that prediction. There's another one you made when you were on. You thought the winner was going to be at about 8-under. You said they'd go low early because the scores would be great, but then the greens would yeah. dry up on the weekend. The wind kicked up. The wind was brutal Sunday. It looked yeah. horrible. And yet, uh, eight under, there were, uh, let's see, they're tied for 10. I guess there were 12 guys who got to nine under or better. I'm not going to hold you responsible mm-hmm. for nine. That's only one shot off. Ten's only two off. But how in the world did two guys get to 15 and one guy get to 20? Well, I think it was that the golf course continued to stay soft. Um, you saw a lot of shots into greens that hit and stopped immediately. Um, that... Uh, Balls going in the fairway were not really running out, and um, and even when they hit it in the in the second cut, they were still able to hit the ball onto the green and have it stop relatively quickly. So um, because of that, um, and you know w- when a golf course is soft, they're able to really um, take advantage of it and and score and be able to uh, hit the ball close to the hole and make a lot of birdies. I know it's hard to win golf tournaments. It's harder to win major tournaments. But if I look at Dustin Johnson, this is something that we've been talking about for several years now is that you want to be able to, whatever your potential is, to be able to fulfill it. You know, Shaq and Kobe won their titles, but they left a bunch of titles out on the table because they couldn't get along. And that's the way I feel about Dustin Johnson now. If he's not winning two, three, four, five more majors, maybe that's a little bit outrageous, but certainly a few more, I think he will not have fulfilled the measure of of his creation because I think he's just that good projecting forward for him. What do you see? Well, I, you know, it, it, the interesting thing about it is that, you know, he had an opportunity to win at the PGA Championship this year, was leading the golf tournament, and then and didn't finish it off, and Colin Morikawa won. Um, he's had lots of opportunities in major championships, finished second last year in the Masters. Um, he's had an opportunity to win the, the, the British Open. Um, he had multiple opportunities to win the U.S. Open before he won it. So... Um, you know, when you're, when you're playing well and you're firing on all cylinders and things come together in a week, um, you can win golf tournaments and make it look pretty easy. Um, but the thing about golf is you're the only person, um, that's playing and, you know, one week you're doing well and the next week you're kind of not that big of a deal. You know, when he came back off of COVID, he shot two eighties at, uh, Memorial, and Jack's event. Then he shot 78 the next week and withdrew. And then he comes back and he wins at Hartford and he wins at, at the tour championship. And, and not too far down the, down the road, uh, you see him here at the masters and he shoots, uh, breaks the tournament record by two shots, um, and shoots 
uh, 20 under par and wins the golf tournament. So um, some weeks you've got it, some weeks you don't. Uh, there's only four majors a year, and to be able to monopolize and capitalize on that um, is is a big is a big deal. Um, and that's why guys like Tiger and Phil and Rory and Jack Nicklaus, when he was playing, um, they tried to peak uh, around the majors, uh, have their games in shape right around the majors so that they'd have their best opportunity to win one. Um, and so will he win more? I think he will. Um, he, As far as the majors are concerned, he's going to definitely win more events on the PGA Tour. And, you know, here's a guy now that has, what, 24 or 25 wins and two majors so far. Right now, he's already had a heck of a career because he's lifetime exempt. Once you win 20 times on the PGA Tour, you're lifetime exempt. You can play, you can play every week on the PGA Tour. And um, so that's, that's the kind of standard, the bar, is to get that lifetime exemption, 20 wins. And then when you can throw some majors in, and he's got two of them now, two majors is a great career. So that's all true, and yet he's 36 years old, so you can easily say he's got another four to five years of elite golf. And you're right about the 20 wins and the, and the two majors, but you know if you end up, he's on 24 PGA Tour wins, if you end up with 35 or 40 Tour wins, and if you get that third or fourth or fifth major, if they come in bunches, if the monkey's off his back and it's easier to do, what is really what is the outer limit if he's really good these next four, five, six years? Because you get to 40, I think Phil is basically 40 and 5. That, the numbers aren't spot on there, but they're close. He's, he's above 40, yeah. 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 So, yeah, you know, um, He's in, he's in rarefied air right now, especially in today's game. Um, there hasn't been many guys that have, have gotten to that 20 mark, that 20 benchmark um, recently or in the last few years, um, and, and he's been able to do it. I would say for him to max out his potential, he needs to get to 40, um, or, or could, if he could get to 40 and maybe, maybe four or five uh, as far as his majors are concerned. But that's that's asking a lot. Um, that's asking a huge amount. But here's a guy that's won every year on the PGA Tour that he's played. Uh, he's got great potential. He's figured out his game on and how to maximize and and win golf tournaments. You know, he he uh, about five or six years ago he went to a cut off the tee, um, and and in most of his shots, and it helped his tighten up his game better. Um, and then he's really worked on his on his wedge game and his putting, and and that's really kind of once he did that wedge game and putting, he was able to uh, to really jump on top and become number one in the world. And, and uh, he's he's extending that out now. He was he was it was kind of tight, but here he's won a major with all the best players, and uh, and so he's he's uh, solidified that position as number one in the world. And I think he'll keep doing it. Um, you know, guys are winning, um, into their, into their forties, you know, Tiger's 44 now, and we've seen him win, um, a couple of times in the last couple of years, he's got, he's got another eight to 10 years, um, that he could, uh, get, get himself in a position to get to that 40 mark. So Rory needs the masters for the career slam, right? Uh-huh. All right. Here's my prediction. 
when we conclude the 2023 majors season, he will have two more majors and he will have the career grand slam. Okay. Respond. My response? Yes. Um, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be tough. There's, there's not a lot of guys in the world that have, have achieved the career grand slam. There's only five of them uh, that have done so. Um, Rory, as we saw in the first round, shot 75. He put a lot of pressure on himself because guys were going out and firing at it, and the golf course was in um, pristine condition to be able to score. You've seen a lot of guys taking advantage of it. Um, Rory shoots 75, but he comes back and he finishes top five. Um, you know, 66, 67, 69 in his last three rounds. Uh, that 75 really hurt him. You know, if he shoots if he shoots four or five under par in in that first round, then he's able to put a little bit more pressure on on the leaders and get himself in a position to shoot better later on in the golf tournament. So um, the nice thing is he he has another opportunity here in about four and a half months, um, and hopefully he learns something from this Masters where he finished tied for fifth that he can't put pressure on himself. He's got to let it happen and let it come to him. Um, and just try to hit quality golf shots. And uh, I, I just think it, if he gets to the Masters every year and he's feeling that pressure and he puts that much pressure on himself and he tries to make it happen, he's gonna, it's going to continue to happen just like it happened this last time. So uh, hopefully he learns, and that's what golfers have to do. The top golfers, the elite golfers, they have to learn from situations and mistakes and that kind of thing and try to – and, and try to do better the next time they have the opportunity. But uh, to say that um, that he could um, have two plus uh, a career grand slam, it's in the very very realm of possibility. But he hasn't won a major for six years now, and uh, and he's contended in majors. Uh, he just needs to learn or, or figure out how to not put so much pressure on himself. So a lot of the guys in the top 10 at the Masters are names, and we all know them, right? And Kepka and Rom mm-hmm. and McElroy and Justin Thomas and Dustin Johnson wins. But some of these guys in the top 10 are young, a little less known. I guess Fratelli's not that young because he's 30. Um, but right. Sung, Sung J.M. And, and Cameron Smith. Are, are there anybody here in the top five or top 10 who've kind of been off the radar for most Golf fans, but we really ought to pay attention going into 2021. They're about to emerge as one of the elites, or these guys just had a good week. Uh, I think they. I think some of those guys had really good weeks. Don't get me wrong; they're great players. Sung Jm from Korea, he's a phenomenal player, and this guy is the Iron Man of the PGA Tour. He plays just about every week. He doesn't even have a house. He lives out of his suitcase and out of hotels. And um, they did mention that he's going to be buying a home in Atlanta. He wants to live there. But he's played on the PGA Tour now for, for two or three years and continues to live out of a suitcase and play golf every week on the PGA Tour. Cameron Smith uh, from Australia, he's a great player. Uh, won earlier this year at Hawaii. And, um, and, and I think you're going to see more and more of him as far as winning on the PGA Tour and probably contending in majors that that did a lot for him he's the first guy to shoot four rounds in the 60s at the masters ever and and he didn't even win the tournament 
but uh, but he's the first one to ever do that. Then you look at Fratelli. He's he's a great player. He's um, you know he played well. What shot sixty five in the first round, sixty seven in the second round. Um, CT Pan is another good player from uh, uh, China, um, and uh, and he finished what top seven. Um, Corey Connors top ten. Uh, Patrick Reed, Webb Simpson, those guys, everybody knows. Abraham Manser had a had a tough final round, but here's a guy that's won a couple times on the PGA Tour as well, and you're going to be seeing more from him. So you think Tiger has that many years to compete at this high of a level, huh? How many years? Didn't you say eight to ten? No, I said that was Dustin Johnson. Oh, okay. Um, uh, but Tiger, I think Tiger's probably got an, another um, two to two to four years. Okay. Um, you know, the, the thing that we saw with Tiger and everything that goes along with what he's going to do is how his back, how his back feels, and and what what it's like. Um, you know, he had to play, but he played. He played. The first round, fine. He got he got a rest day, uh, only nine holes. Uh, the second day, then he had to come back with twenty seven. It was a little cooler in the morning. His back was probably a little bit tight, uh, hurt him a little bit. And then he comes out for Sunday, and it was you could definitely see that he was he was struggling, uh, trying to pick balls out of the hole, all that kind of stuff. You could see that he was struggling a little bit with his back. So as far as Tiger is concerned, you know, if you've got majors or tournaments. That he wants, that he plays, where the weather is going to be a little warmer um, during the summer, that kind of thing. Then I think your Tiger's going to have a little bit better chance than something in the fall or when you've got cool weather in the spring. You know, watching him get the ball out of the hole was painful, and yeah. I don't know if I hadn't been paying attention to that or if it was worse this week. Obviously, he's had the back surgery, so maybe that's just because he, he bends the knee and he like lowers his whole body down and exactly. just barely reaches for the ball, and you're thinking, oh, he's in agony. Yep. He's in agony. So is that every week how he gets the ball out of the hole? Did I just notice more, or was it a, a bad week for his back? Some weeks it's fine, um, and you, you don't see him having problems. Some weeks when the back is, is and he's struggling with the back, then you'll see him do that and kind of lower himself down, pull the ball out of the hole. Uh, you know, it may get to a point at some point in time where, where Joey LaCava, his caddy, uh, starts to pull the ball mm-hmm. out of the hole for him or something like that. But for the most part, if, um, if you're seeing that, you know that he's hurting. If you're not seeing that and he looks pretty loose and pretty carefree, Free, like we saw in the first couple of rounds uh, this this week in the Masters, then then it's then he's going to be okay. Well, Bob, we appreciate a few minutes. I personally appreciate the Brooks Kepka pick. Thank you for gifting me that. I needed it. You're the man. <laughs> you got it, DJ. Welcome to the club. <laughs> now, now you got a winner with each one of us. Uh, so. Barkley can't go in the Champions Club on TNT, but I can. I picked one. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Bob. All right, buddy. Take care, guys.